Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Develop Repeat, the podcast where we talk about a game that I enjoy, what makes it special, and what we, as game developers, can learn from it. I'm your host, Chris, a music educator turned indie game developer, and today's episode is all about a short hike. In this episode, we discuss comfort, anxiety and nature, forced disconnection, empathy, and exploration. Let's get to it. A Short Hike is such a like lovely, comfortable game with just the right amount of tension in the way that it is set up and the, the dialogue that you have. So there's like just enough tension release, but it is definitely a comfortable, relaxing game, which I think is sort of about disconnecting from all the tensions of life and stepping away from everything and just taking time to yourself and time to just be in nature. So you are playing as a bird that is going through this kind of like national park. Um, The setup, so the first like seconds of the game, the setup is you're like waiting for a phone call and you're told, oh, well, you can get reception at the top of this mountain. So you got to, you go through the hike and get to the top and get to the peak um, and kind of explore the whole island in the process explore the area fly around all this good stuff Uh, it's kind of got a pixel art look to it but it's definitely like a weird like 3d ish like there's a there's a whole rendering thing going on there and it can look a little weird sometimes but it's got a very charming visual to it i i appreciate the art style and it, it does a great job of conveying the mood of the game um, it's very much a game about exploration, and I guess you could say it's a little bit of platforming, but that is a stretch. Like, I don't think anybody thinks of this game as a platformer um, in the way that you traditionally think of a platformer, <laughs> but there is like a little bit of like, oh, you got to climb up here, you got to jump over here. Like, I guess technically it is. It's just in my brain it isn't, right? Because of the way that I conceive of that genre. Um, so. What, what is the core charm of this game? That's something I want to really convey to you uh, without spoiling, without doing any spoilers. Um, I would say this connection between anxiety and comfort, this connection between like stepping away from everything and getting yourself to step away from like all the craziness of life. I think that's this core theme Uh, Throughout the game, you're interacting with people who have kind of their own personality traits, their own sort of uh, unique quirks. And some of them are either sort of anxious or like kind of anxiety inducing or just like very intense to be around. And you converse with them, you kind of help them through their things, and then you step away and you do your own thing. And so there's this underlying feeling throughout the game of just like a little bit of tension. There's just this underlying like everybody here is like a little bit going through something or like thinking about something or whatever like like and not in a very overt way it's just there's just a feeling that this is a place where people are trying to unwind and you're one of those people trying to unwind and so it it really 
adds to the relaxation of the game for me. I think the core feeling that I got from this game was like, yeah, there's stuff. There's always stuff. There's always tension. There's always anxiety. There's always problems. And you can step away from it. You can spend some time in nature. You can lose your cell phone reception for a while. And you can just explore and you can interact with people and all this good stuff. It's got a little bit of comedy in it. It's nice. It's got uh, big blocky text that, that, that has good charm to it. Like you can tell they were going for a very specific feeling and every decision that the game designers and artists put into this game goes towards that feeling, which uh, is impressive to me. And I, I'm very impressed by the fact that they did not just go 100% cozy. They didn't just go, oh, let's just make a cozy game about being out in the woods and exploring. They went, there needs to be some feeling behind this. Let's make a cozy game. This is me assuming. Uh, I'm assuming they were like, let's make a cozy game, but make sure that it's about stepping away, right? Like, you could just make a game that is 110% cozy vibes. You're, you're, oh, look, it's a kitten and you're petting the kitten, right? Like, pet the dog, uh, go into a giant mattress full of uh, pillows and just be cozy, right? It's not that. It's got that little tension throughout the whole thing. And that adds so much to it. The flying mechanic is pretty satisfying, by the way. I, I find it enjoyable. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the way that the game progresses is nice. Um, there is sort of a little bit of progression in terms of like how the gameplay changes throughout. Just in terms of your like exploration of the island. I'm being intentionally vague because of how I am with spoilers. Um, there is... what What is another theme in here? There's this theme of disconnecting from the world and kind of being forced to. And I'm not sure exactly how much... I can say about that just like in terms of like I don't think there's that much to say about it but the setup for this game kind of implies that it's nice to disconnect because the setup is just this guy is out on a hike right um, and he doesn't have reception so he's forced to disconnect and it's like oh look at what you experience when you're forced to disconnect and I really like that as somebody who gets a lot of value out of hiking and disconnecting from things I appreciated it a lot as a theme um, there's a lot of, like, empathy in this game, I feel. Uh, I, I feel that there's a lot of uh, chances to empathize with other characters, right? And to empathize with your own character. Um, and then this theme of exploration, this theme of, like, take a second and just explore the island. Look at what is all over the place. You don't have to rush. You have time. You can just look around. You can discover what's around you. I think that's huge. And and this game is maybe the most thematic or like philosophically intense game that I've covered so far because it's a very short experience that's not that complicated in terms of gameplay, but it's very impactful purely by the mood that it sets. And that makes it kind of difficult to talk about, but it creates um, a very like subtle calming emotional response it's really interesting to me i think this is the kind of game design that indie developers can strive to do without breaking the bank right the kind of game design where you have this emotional impact the kind of game design where you don't have super crazy mechanics and super complicated this that and the other 
but you're focused on the overall mood of the game and developing the gameplay and the story in such a way that it conveys a specific message. And maybe this is why so many video games made by game indie developers, indie game developers are about like anxiety and depression, right? Like 2D platformer about anxiety, right? 2D platformer about depression, puzzle platformer about depression. That's like the trope, right? We got a lot of those and some of them are so good. But I think maybe that's one of the reasons is theming and emotional impact are such powerful tools when you don't have as much of a budget or you don't have as big of a team and you can't make everything shine so brilliantly and you can't fill out a hundred hours of content like you just don't have the the opportunity to do that sometimes um so i think that's that's something that this game really does a good job with is it it really creates this emotional impact in a very kind of just relaxed way with without really pushing too hard it's just kind of like oh hey here's this experience you can have come along have this experience uh, highly recommend the game for sure definitely worth checking out um, let's let's talk about what we can learn from this game for our own development. I know I've already touched on it a little bit, but let's dive deep. Something I'm wondering about uh, after playing this game is how can I instill the urge to explore? I think a short hike does a good job of giving you a small space, but making you want to explore it and making you want to find every little nook and cranny. And I think part of that is just making sure that every part of the experience is fairly charming. I think they do a good job of making you kind of invested in everything. And then they give you different little goals kind of tucked away but they're not so compelling there's not like a some kind of intense achievement list thing constantly pressuring you so it doesn't pull away from the relaxed feeling of the game but you do get this feeling of like have i missed anything is there something i could still find have i explored all of these things what is going on on that side of the island what's going on out here oh somebody mentioned this maybe i should look into it it has it has a whole bunch of small threads that you can pull on and go oh what about this but they're not shoved in your face so i i appreciate that a lot and i think sometimes the go to when we want to urge the player to explore something is to say hey, this is over here. Come check this out. Come look. Look at this. Look at this thing that I made. Look. Look at everything. You have to see everything that I've made in this entire game. Now do that one. Now do that one. Now do this one. And it's like, yeah, but what if we just like put stuff and then see if they run into it and then they can discover the things they want to discover? I think I've talked about similar things before, but I, I appreciate confident game design. Game design where you know that the player is going to find something that they are going to enjoy. So you just put the stuff out there and you let them discover it and you let them explore and you let them enjoy. And you don't say, 
oh, okay, eat this next and then eat this. And then you need to pour this on top of that dish before you eat it. But make sure here, let me just do it for you here. Okay, here, I'm just going to feed it to you too. Let me just put it in your mouth. Okay, there you go. Now chew four chews, right? Like sometimes you play a game and it's like, can you not? And you just let me play the game. And I think the far end from that, the, the far end of that spectrum is just putting stuff on the floor and saying, yeah, check out whatever you want, right? There's a little bit of a sandbox vibe to it. There's a little bit of this like, you can just explore, you can just find what you want. It's here for you, you know, check out whatever you want to check out. That's all we got. Uh, oh, you're not into, okay, don't worry about it, right? It's the confidence to say, yeah, not everybody has to experience everything in the game. If somebody misses something, they miss something. But like, this is here for the people who want to explore it. It's about not forcing the game on people, right? I think that's a huge part of giving people the urge to explore. If you're constantly telling them what to do, they're not going to be excited to explore because they're like, oh, well, they're going to tell me what to do anyway. So I don't need to explore. I don't need to discover if I already know that they are going to tell me everything. No, we got to explore, man. That's actually one of the reasons why I prefer to learn by just trying stuff over tutorials. Like I use tutorials, I get as far as I need to, and then I go, okay, let's, let's launch off. Let's do whatever I can. Let's go wild, right? That has been very useful for me because I'm not somebody who loves having such specific direction oh actually i do like it but i don't thrive under it it's comforting to have specific direction it's comforting to have somebody tell me uh go do this then this then this and then you are successful but it's also not how things work in creative fields and i don't think that it's how we make fully entertaining experiences i think we can make very compelling experiences that way but i'm not always sure that they're entertaining or like emotionally satisfying at least that's that's my angle on it. I mean, obviously, I that's just an opinion thing, I guess. It's just like how my brain works. Um, anyway, I've got another thought here, which is, is tension a requirement for good game design? Like, do we want some kind of constant tension throughout the game, or can a game just be totally relaxed? I was thinking about this game, thinking it was going to be completely relaxed, and then it, it wasn't. It has a little tension, but it's very subtle. And I, I kind of wonder, do games just have to have some kind of tension? And I, my, my default answer is yes, but I think I'm making an assumption there. And I'm wondering if, if you could have a very enjoyable game that is not at all intense, that doesn't have any like tension and release, but like that's, that's such an interesting thought experiment. And I'm trying to figure out what that would be, but I, it's like, is that even theoretically possible? Like I, I don't I think this is something I'm just gonna have to think about more, but I would I would ask you, what is the most chill game you have ever played? Wow, there's a little pop in the mic. I'm gonna try to repair that, but I'm sorry if there's just a sudden really loud noise. Uh, what is the most chill game that you've ever played? And was there tension in that game, even with how chill it was? Uh, and then the last one, last question here, how do we make short experiences very satisfying? Um, I think 
part of this is just the quality of the experience, but I don't think that's all of it. I think you can have a very high quality short game and still have people walk away being like, yeah, but I wanted more. A short hike didn't leave me wanting more. It left me feeling pretty content. It left me going, okay, great. So I think part of making a short experience satisfying is probably, it probably has to do with the theming, right? It probably has to do with how uh, intense the game is or wh what you're kind of expecting walking into it, how it looks, whether or not you're expecting a long experience. And then I think part of it has to do with um, do you feel like you fully experienced it? Is, is this a game where you finish it and you go, yeah, everything wasn't played out to its potential though. Or did you finish it and you went, oh yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. That's, that's the experience. That's what I wanted to experience. And I think that's hard to, there's no like hard and fast rule about this. It's just, is it satisfying? Does the meal feel complete? And I, I don't think that that is, do I feel full because there was so much game that I'm absolutely packed full? I think it's, did it, did it wind up? Did it stay as long as it was supposed to and then wind back down? And I think it'll be different for everybody playing the game, of course. But I think, you know, there's going to be an average you can aim for. And I, I just, I my feeling is that a short experience can be very satisfying without, without it having to be, um, uh, how am I, what, I've lost track of what I'm saying. I, I, uh, let me rephrase this. I think a short experience that is extremely high quality may not be satisfying because it leaves you craving. So I think the, the key in my mind is make a short experience satisfying by not instilling too much craving. Or if you are instilling craving, giving some form of the game that is a longer form replayable version of the game. That's my like first draft of that thought. I'm sure down the, ri down the line I'm going to have more thoughts about that. Because that seems like an important one for me to think on. Um... Oh, let's talk about my game development this week. I started editing levels, which has been interesting and kind of cool and kind of exciting. I've fixed a few tiny, not like bugs, but like behavior changes for some things just to make the game smoother and, and play better and, and make more sense uh, and to make the level design a little easier. Editing level design is not as intense as coming up with the levels so I think one thing that I'm feeling here is like just make something first and then change it I think if you just throw some stuff at the wall then you know what you have and you can start editing it and changing it and it'll be way easier as long as you have that that starting point uh, that's really have a, all I have to say about my game this week I need to put a new demo up the demo is now old enough that I am like unhappy with it being publicly available um, so you can expect that to come down at some point and be replaced not yet but soon ish probably I'm really not sure to be honest um, yeah that's that's everything I've got about my own game let's go to the last section of the podcast <laughs> couple of questions for your own game uh pretty straightforward 
does your game instill a specific mood and do you want it to it could just be very gameplay focused and any mood that it's instilling like a little bit of stress or whatever is a result of the gameplay right um, are there any clever ways you can reuse your game space so this is kind of the feeling of like in a short hike they don't they kind of reuse it in that they inspire you to keep going back to different places and exploring right so are there any clever ways you can reuse your game space or your game assets for that? Um, that that kind of applies to this question too. Um, I think that is an underutilized tool sometimes. It's like reusing the stuff you already have is so great. It's so useful. Um, and then lastly, do you want your player to explore? There are much more linear experiences. Maybe you don't want them to. Uh, and, and if you do want them to, to what extent? And then I've got the tip for this week. This week's tip is step away from the phone. Take a minute to just be with yourself or to be with your project and to focus in on whatever you need to focus in on or take a breather from everything. Step away from your thoughts too. Like just take a minute and you will be amazed what kind of, like if you're a productivity focused person, you'll be amazed what kind of productivity comes out of that. If you're not that worried about that, which I think is pretty healthy, as well i mean you know not a value judgment here both things are completely valid and we're going through whatever we're going through at whatever point in our life i am constantly shifting between extremely productivity focused and like i just want to lay in bed all day and can i please become a hermit i would like to be a hermit that would be cozy um so anyway stepping away from the phone stepping away from your own thoughts for a little bit and and what will come from that is really nice you, you can get a little bit of peace from it you can get cool new ideas. You can come up with solutions that you never would have come up with otherwise. It's great. It's really handy. Uh, and that is my tip. And that is also everything I have for you this week. So get out there, make some stuff, and have fun with it. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.